0: FFL, yeah, you know we stay flexing. 12 good teams, bout to find out who the best is. Coming to you every week, like a that correction. Josh and Bobby on the mic, about to send a message. Yeah, we air it out. Only one ring, who gon' wear it out? Build up your team before I tear it down. Turn on the games, it's going down. What's going on, guys? This is Bobby Reynolds, and welcome to another episode of the XFFL podcast. It's been a little too long since we had a podcast, so I thought it was about time we uh, we jumped on and had us a quick sode. Uh, it's been a couple weeks since uh, since Benny Boy and Nico gave us a sode, and uh, given the spirit of the XFFL, and and uh, also figuring that it's the first week, uh, week twelve of the. Fantasy playoffs for um, for Joshy Boy, for Lauren Lucas, for Leezy, and for Mr. Chubb. So, congratulations to them. And as always, congratulations to Ben Ratty and congratulations to Sam Cosby. What an achievement! Um, there will almost with the uh, exception of Joshy boy, be a new champion for the XFFL. Shout out to, uh, what was it? 2020 Jim Cush, Mr. Nah, I'm good. Uh, 2018. Nope. Yep. Joshy boy. 2017. Adam Markham. At first man on Twitter. And also, 2017, Charlie Briggs. I don't remember Charlie's team name back then, but I'm sure it was something crying. A lot of crying. Matt crying. Who's crying? You're crying. I'm crying. Yeah, Charlie had a great year that year. But yeah, 2016, Charlie. 2017, Adam. 2018, Joshy. And 2019, Jim Cush. I do hate getting on RSO every week and uh, seeing that Hall of Champions and seeing all your ugly mugs and big rings and my VIP belt over Josh's shoulder. So, yeah. Uh, but no, congratulations. Pretty big deal to get to the playoffs in this league. We all know how hard it is. We all know how much time we spend in this league. Um, but yeah, shout out to you guys for, uh, for sticking with it, uh, in a COVID year and the craziness that has been the, uh, COVID IR, uh, the craziness that has been 2020 for all of us. Um, but man, what a blessing it's been to have football for the past, uh, 13 weeks. Um, also shout out to my boy Leezy for knocking me out of the playoffs. Uh, I'm definitely going to kick you in your ass when I see you, um, it's not going to happen when you think it's going to happen. It's going to happen when you least expect it. So sleep with one eye open and maybe put you, put you a blade, put your eight iron in the bed with you. Because it's coming. It's coming. You and Lamar, do you think you're real cute. Real cute knocking me and Chase Clay pull out. But you really hated Antonio Gibson going down, didn't you? I bet you just really hated that, Lee. You freaking jerk. But it's enough of that. I'll let bygones be bygones. Let's jump into what will be a short podcast, but let's jump into the meat of the podcast. I'm going to go over our two matchups that we have for this week. We're going to talk about a couple of these. Uh, individual players that we have lined up across each other. And we're also going to give a quick Bobby Reynolds prediction for this week. So let's jump into it. Um, So let's go first with the Houston Roughnecks versus the Replacements. Um, So two of the old schoolers in the league, Josh and Lauren, uh, up against each other this week. I'm not sure what our projections look like yet because RSO still shows Josh has Two players yet to play, and Lauren has three. And Josh's projections are at 197, and Lauren's are at 226. But let's go player by player and see who we like here. So Patrick Mahomes at Miami for Josh, and then Lauren has Tom Brady at home against Minnesota. Love you, Lauren. Mahomes all day long. Uh, Josh's running backs, Naheem Hines and David Johnson against Todd Gurley and Miles Gaskin. Eee, yikes. Not great. Not great, Bob um wow wow we wow let's go with josh there um naheem hines has not been fantastic um given the opportunity that he has kind of recently had with um uh jonathan taylor going to covet ir and also having a couple of knee ankle problems i don't remember quite what it was but um hines has been serviceable and david johnson um has been better than duke johnson so um Yes, give me Josh there, even though Gaskin does, does look like he is the lead back now um, in Miami again. I get out of the way my $45 million Salvon Ahmed uh, and poor Todd Gurley. I'm going to pour one out for him, all $41 million worth of him because it could be the last year we're seeing Todd. It could be a vintage jersey come next year. So, um, yeah, give me Joshy boy for the running backs. Wide receivers, Keenan Allen, DeAndre Hopkins, I don't even think we really even need to see who Lauren has there. Love you, Lauren, but Keenan and uh, DeAndre all day long, especially given that Keenan and them are coming off that difficult loss um, to New England, and they're going to have a pretty terrible secondary with Atlanta, and then DeAndre Hopkins gets to play against the New York Giants. Um, even though I do hope Brandon Cooks um, looks good at Chicago, there is possibility for him to have a good game there. And then Kenny Galladay, let's hope he plays um, because that would make this matchup a whole lot closer. Uh, tied ends, Robert Tunyon and Eric Ebron. Um, I probably want to go Tunyon. Ebron has had a lot of drops here lately, and I really think Tunyon um, is showing that he's going to have some longevity there with um, with Lafleur and um, Rogers. So give me Tunyon there. Let's go to our four flexes. Uh, never thought Joshi would have Ezekiel Elliott in his flex. Uh, I'm not sure if he's trying to flex on Lorne or if uh, this is really where Zeke belongs. But Zeke, Nelson Aguilar, and Brashad Perryman um, to also go with Adam Thielen against Lorne's Wayne Gallman, Ronald Jones, Calvin Ridley, and Amari Cooper. Um, give me Lorne for the flex there. Wayne Gallman actually looks like a really... Decent running back this year in 2020. What a weird year. Um, let's get into other weird running backs that look good. Uh, Ronald Jones um, against Minnesota. Uh, stouter run defense, but I do like Ronald Jones. He, he has proven to be the, uh, the go-to there for, uh, for the GOAT. Um, and then Calvin Ridley and Amari Cooper. Cooper came off of a pretty good game last week. Um, where they didn't give C.D. Lamb enough uh, passes, and they threw to Amari a whole lot. Amari actually had a touchdown, I believe, as well. So um, give me Lauren there pretty easy, even though I do like Thielen. Uh, shout out Thielen for uh, Joshi Boy. But Rodrigo Blankenship and Kaimi Fairbairn. Give me Rodrigo Blankenship. He needs a better last name. Blankenship is not doing it for me if you've got a first name like Rodrigo. So defensive tackle, let's get into the IDPs. Let's talk about that for a minute. Akeem Hicks, who has been awesome this year, uh, even though he has been out from time to time. Uh, and then Cam Hayward. I'm actually going to go to Lauren's team and see what Cam Hayward is um, ranked right now as far as overall defensive tackles, because I think he's pretty high. He is the defensive tackle ooh, nine right now, um, which is awesome. Um they're going to be at Buffalo with a bit of a running quarterback. Um, Akeem Hicks is also going to be uh, at home against Houston with uh, Deshaun Watson. But give me Akeem Hicks. I really hate that Houston offensive line. Uh, and and uh, Hicks is going to have an opportunity not only to stuff the run there for Josh's David Johnson, uh, but also to maybe slow Deshaun down. Deshaun actually got sacked a lot last game. I think he was sacked... I don't even know is more than a half dozen times. I feel like, so um, let's get to the defensive ends, Brandon Graham and Justin Houston against the Leonard Williams and Kerry Hyder. man, that's close. Hmm. Justin Houston is coming off of a really good game. Brandon Graham is going to be playing against New Orleans and Taysom Hill. And then Kerry Hyder has just been really, really, really good this year. Um, as bizarre of a pick that this might be, coming off of Justin Houston's good game, I'm actually going to go with Lorne here. I really just, Leonard Williams has been good, but let's go with Kerry Hyder. Kerry Hyder against a one-legged with the other leg bleeding Alex Smith in Washington. I really like Kerry Hyder in that matchup. Linebackers for Lorne are Bobby Wagner, Darius Leonard, and Foyesade Olukun, Against Josh is Kyle Van Noy, who he picked up last week, Danny Trevathan, and Devin White. Um, This one is pretty easy to me. B-Wags, even though uh, Jordan Brooks does seem like he has um, picked up quite a bit of uh, playing time here recently. Shout out to uh, Charlie Briggs. Um, Darius Leonard, who should never be dropped. Shout out, Fifty Shades of Drunk. And Foysaid Olakun, who is actually a Really good linebacker, even though a lot of analysts on Twitter don't want us to think he is. Shout out Tom Um So, yeah, I love Lauren's linebackers there, even though Devin White has been a revolution this year. Um, revelation, not revolution. Um, but if you're looking for a revolution, you know, the XFFL is probably where you need to look. So, Darius Slay, cornerback for Joshi Boo um, with Kareem Jackson as well against Eric, Eric Rowe and Shaquille Griffin. Um, that's easy. Let's take Josh there. Kareem Jackson is awesome. He is such a fun player to watch. Darius, big play Slay, has not been such a big play this year. He's actually kind of got um, got a, got victimized a little bit this year. And Shaq Griffin, uh, maybe a little bit of a tip, maybe keep an eye on uh, DJ Reed for Seattle. He's still available out there. And even though our boy Johnny the Greek thought he was not going to be as involved with Shaq Griffin back, um, he saw quite a bit of snaps last week, and he actually got pretty good, um, a pretty good amount of tackles. So I don't know that Shaq Griffin is the one that I'd roll with, Lauren baby. But you do what you want. You're in the playoffs, and I'm sitting here recording a podcast. So you obviously know more than I. Um, let's go with the safeties. This is a juicy matchup. Jamal Adams and Justin Simmons against Harrison Smith and Buddha Baker juicy enough names that we're going to really have to look at the matchups here. So Harrison Smith at Tampa Bay with the goat Buddha Baker at New York giants, uh, Jamal Adams against the New York jets. Whoa. And Justin Simmons with, um, he's going to be at Carolina. Ooh, that's really, really tricky because not only do I like Harrison Smith at Tampa Bay, because, um, Brady has thrown quite a bit of picks this year. Um, And the big plays and the big hits from Harrison Smith are kind of his forte. Um, Buda Baker, man, has been awesome this year as well. And getting to play at the New York Giants is not a great matchup uh, for the Giants. It's great for Baker. But I don't know that you can bet against the um, Jamal Adams return. It's going to be in Seattle. The Jets are going to be there. I'm still going to take Josh. I love you, Lauren, but Harrison Smith and Buda Baker, even though Justin Simmons has been really, really good this year. And let's even look up just for the sake of the pod to see what rank Justin Simmons is. Wow. He's the safety four. Jamal Adams is the safety nine. And just to give Joshy a little credit, let's talk about where he is at as far as with his safeties. Um, So Josh's safeties right now are ranked Harrison Smith, the safety 19 and Buda Baker. The safety numero uno. So, man, that's going to be a close one, but I still like Josh in that one, even with the revenge game for Jamal Adams. Um, And shout out to our boy Lee for uh, his constant uh, berating of Adam Gase on his pod, which I low-key love. Uh, And then the flex, the overall flex, Jason Pierre-Paul for Josh against Brian Burns. Hmm, I'm going to go Brian Burns. Brian Burns has been really good. He gets to play um, against a Denver team at home this week. Um, and Brian Burns has been a uh, been quite the story for a second-year player, even though we would love to see him as a defensive end in RSO uh, because that would make him infinitely more valuable. I mean, he would borderline maybe be a top He's got to be a top 10 D end if, if he ever fell into that category. Um, and I love JPP. I think there's there's definitely a possibility for him to see some sacks right, right now um, at Minnesota this week. Um, but I definitely like Burns a lot as well. So um, let's see real quick on their bench if they're missing out on anyone who could possibly be substituted in there. An interesting one for me is J.D. McKissick uh, for Lorne uh, as far as a running back. I don't know who he would substitute him in for. The only possibility would maybe be if Galladay is hurt and he would have to move a Cooper up, which would open up a flex spot. I would maybe even run a McKissick over a Gurley or a Gaskin possibly. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, Lauren, but I think McKissick had 10 balls for 70 yards maybe last game, something like that. Um, So he's been really, really good this year. And uh, you're probably going to see another week with Antonio Gibson out. Um, I love you, Joshy boy, but now the Higby deal looks like maybe not one of the better ones in the league. Um, who is Josh starting right now at tight end? Tunyon, yeah, that's that's hard. Higby's been good, but so has Everett, as we'll find out tonight. Um, Alan Lazard also down there on Lauren's bench, um, as well as Josh Reynolds. Man, these boys, they know what they're doing. Kari Willis down there on Josh's uh, lineup as well. He also has Marcus Peters, but I think Peters is actually hurt right now. Um, so we're off Peters. Uh, Jonathan Abram as well is an interesting uh, sit, as well as uh, Chauncey Deuce Johnson. Um, wow, Marcus Davenport down there as well. So man, these boys, these boys have done their homework. If they have any of these injuries come and pop up, um, they're going to be able to sub people in and out. All right, so my pick for this game is going to go to. I love you, Joshy. I'm going Lauren here. Um, I think Lauren's going to make some smart moves over the week. Maybe um, if Galladay were to have you know uh, another you know possible late um, inactive on the week, he he has the depth to be able to go in there and uh, you know and to make the changes. While wow, an RSO is updating as we speak. Um. Yeah, this is great podcasting But it's going to be a close matchup I do like Lorne though uh, Unfortunately for Josh I do like Mahomes We all know Mahomes is my Dynasty 101 Maybe for the next 10 years But um, I do like Lorne has some subtle little uh, Subtle little players Especially down through the defensive uh, Defensive end And the linebacking uh, core there That um, is going to put some Put some good points up for him this week So give me Lorne Uh, Let's get to the other matchup this week. It is the Goats in Pajamas versus Chubbs Chubb. So the week 14 name for Nico is going to be Chubbs Chubb. So fitting that his first week in the playoffs would uh, uh, mimic his his Cleveland Browns running backs uh, semi. So there you go. Lamar Jackson is going to be playing at Cleveland for Lee uh, against Jared Goff who's going to be at home against New England. I'm going to go with my boy, Jared Goff. Uh, You're coming off of a big New England win. You're coming off of kind of a couple rough weeks for the Rams. I know people are coming around on the Rams defense. I actually really think that Goff could have a good week this week. I think this could be a big Van Jefferson week. I think that the New England defense is going to prove – to be maybe a little weaker than we thought because it's going to be difficult to keep up with Cup, Woods, Van Jefferson, Reynolds. You know, gosh, even uh, Higby and Everett have been really good this year as well. And now the possible emergence of a a Cam Akers, you know, lead backfield, that's going to to show a lot tonight as far as who the Rams go with, with their RB1 um, to start the game. I'm still going to probably say they start with Hendo, but I think Akers could see some late-game usage because I think that's what McVeigh is uh, starting to see is starting to win some of these games. And I also want to vote against Lamar Jackson because he pretty much lost the game for me. So screw you, Lamar. I don't care that you're from Louisville. You're dead to me. You and Lee, both of you. So give me golf there. RBs for Lee, Melvin Gordon, and Austin Eckler. Up against maybe what is the toughest running back core in the league in Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb? Not even worth talking about. Give me Henry. Give me Chubb. Uh, The league should also maybe be a little worried that Nico now has Derrick Henry. His next four games or three games, whatever it's going to take to win this, are are pretty good for Henry. Um, I have Henry in a couple other leagues, and um, I'm really excited for this late season run with Henry, especially as Tennessee's kind of losing, and they really need Henry. Henry. I expect Rabel to just pound the rock in the next couple weeks and uh, and let him um win the game. Just just get on Derrick Henry's back and just roll with it. Mm, sorry for that quick break. I had to crush a little uh, Chick-fil-A real quick. Just a just a number one. Extra fries. No drink. Just drink some water here from the house. And uh, I think I'm back on that Chick-fil-a train. Popeye's here in Bowling Green, had it the other day. It was fine. Um Yeah, that Chick-fil-A number one is just, gosh, otherworldly. But, yeah, let's talk about the Chick-fil-A of uh, running backs right now. Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, nobody better. Let's go with them. So wide receivers for Lee, Michael Thomas and Julio Jones against Allen Robinson and Terry McLaurin as, hmm, Sexy of a matchup as this is, it's also kind of gross. Allen Robinson wants out of Chicago. Terry McLaurin has not been really great with Alex Smith. Julio Jones actually had a decent little week. And then Mike Thomas at Philadelphia. Yeah, give me Lee there. Uh, The 2019 wide receiver won for Jim Cush, Michael Thomas, now on Goats in Pajamas. And the Julio Jones, I need to look at his contracts. Uh, Lee's paying both of those boys quite a bit of money. Or maybe Michael Thomas is about to get that extension. But either way, give me Lawrence wide receivers there. Darren Waller against Indianapolis. And then Hunter Henry against Atlanta. I'm actually going to go Hunter Henry here. Darren Waller has been really good. But Indianapolis is also a really good team. And Darius Leonard is a really good linebacker. Um, I don't know who they will put right now on Darren Waller. Um, but I think that Derek Carr has not been great this year. Um, Aguilor has been serviceable. Rugs is becoming interesting, uh, but Waller is basically the one that Carr needs to succeed because even these last couple of weeks, um, Josh Jacobs, while he's been a little bit banged up, has also not been very good. Um, I think that Indianapolis will take Darren Waller away and make Carr win in some other fashion. I don't know if Okariki or maybe Walker is, is uh, healthy. It would also be fun to maybe see uh, Carr Willis or uh, Julian Blackman maybe come down and guard Waller, um, which will be interesting. I know Waller is super talented, and I don't want to count him out, but Hunter Henry also didn't really do a whole lot last week, and they're playing at, um Atlanta team that is also not great. Even though they have looked better with Raheem Morris, I have to give them credit for that. But in a weird turn of events, I'm actually going to take Hunter Henry here. The flex positions for Lee Sterling Shepard, Demarcus Robinson, Jakeem Grant, and Mr. Tyler Lockett against Jarvis Landry for Nico, Cole Beasley, Devontae Parker, and Curtis Samuel. Um... I'm actually going to go Nico here. Uh, Jarvis Landry has actually looked really good with no OBJ. Cole Beasley went for like 10-400 last game um, because I believe John Brown was out. Uh, Devontae Parker will be interesting against that Kansas City defense. And then Curtis Samuel I thought was on COVID IR maybe with a close contact. I'm sure obviously with DJ Moore, so we might need to monitor that. Um, there is always that potential for Tyler Lockett to go off for fifty, so I will give that to Lee. But as a whole, I want to take Nico's flex there. Robbie Gould versus Will Lutz, nobody cares. A defensive tackle, Jeffrey Simmons against Quinnen Williams. Um, I am actually going to take the time to go to Chub Chubs Chubs Chub Chub Chub. I want to look at Nico's lineup here and actually see Quinnen Williams is the defensive tackle too on the league. How did that happen? So behind the immortal Aaron Donald, um, Quinton Williams' last two games, 16 points, 28 points, uh, and then he had a, a six-pointer back in week 11. But over his last two games, he has two and a half sacks. That's easy. As good as we think maybe Jeffrey Simmons could be, um, especially now that Jarrell Casey is out of the way. Um, obviously, he's been out of the way all year, but... Um, Jeffrey Simmons is still learning uh, Quentin Williams for sure easy peasy lock it in um, defensive ends Steven Means uh, and Romeo Aquara, not to be confused with uh, Julian I think is his brother Julian Acquara um, against Joey Bosa and John Simon John Simon has been interesting and serviceable um, but Joey Bosa wins that category there by far uh, Bosa has been really, really good these last couple weeks. Um, really kind of going to be sad to see Anthony Lynn go. Uh, I'm really excited for Derwin to come back. That 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 team is becoming more interesting by the day. I'm not so sure if I were the GM, I would even fire Anthony Lynn. I think Lynn is a great coach. We just need to get some better people in, in, in better positions as far as the offensive and the, the defensive coordinator positions. Uh, Gus Bradley, it's time for him to go. I don't know who their offensive coordinator is. But um, with Herbert there and Eckler, not to mention Mike Williams, and with Keenan Allen, uh, that's a fun core. They've also gotten a couple of young guys. at K.J. Hill, um, Jalen Guyton, who is flashed flash from time to time, and then obviously Hunter Henry. So um, not the best team in L.A., but also a pretty interesting team. Uh, So, yeah, give me Nico's defensive ends. Linebackers here, Blake Martinez, Shaq Thompson, DeMario Davis against Christian Kirksey, Roquan Smith, and Cole Holcomb. This one is actually pretty easy to me. Uh, I'm going to take Lee here. Blake Martinez has been great, even though I think he's questionable right now maybe with some type of injury, so that's going to be worth monitoring. But DeMario Davis and Shaq Thompson have both been really, really solid linebackers all year. As much as we want Kirksey to be that Jordan Hicks from a couple years ago, I just don't see it. Uh, Roquan is great. Roquan is a really good linebacker. Maybe shades of Blake Martinez as far as maybe not the best for the NFL, but Roquan is definitely fun to watch. And then Cole Holcomb has been very serviceable this year. So um, fun linebacking core there for everybody, but I still like Lees upside. Uh, Cornerbacks, Malcolm Butler, Carlton Davis. Um, up against Nico's Taron Johnson and Xavier Howard, uh, this one's pretty easy to me as well. Even though Xavier Howard and them are playing a pretty dif- difficult team in Kansas City, Kansas City and them are probably going to throw the ball quite a bit, which is going to give them the opportunity. And then Taron Johnson actually hated it ever since I've, I've dropped him. Um, so give me uh, give me Nico there for the cornerbacks. Cornerbacks are also shout out Johnny the Greek. You know it's another position here in the XFFL that we probably don't pay enough attention to. We just want to put people in there, let them play for us. If they do anything great, if not, that's fine. But that's really a pivotal position again to where, you know, most of us are averaging out over, you know, linebackers and safeties and defensive ends. But if you can really get that bump at cornerback and then at defensive tackle, um, man, that just really propels you in this league. And it, it makes you hard to beat if you're producing out of those spots, you know, so, so, Give old Johnny the Greek a a, a listen or a, a a follow or whatever you feel like doing. That that dude he uh, he's putting out some articles every week that are that are unbelievable as far as not only you know snap count but also he'll he'll shoot a shot a little bit too and tell you you know who he likes, who he would avoid, who is an ideal matchup and and specifically his cornerback article is really really good. So I love Johnny. That he's a good dude. Um, safety's here. Kevin Byard for Lee and the Honey Badger, the two-interception man himself, uh, the asshole Tyrion Matthew against Jordan Poyer and the second-best rookie safety in the league in Antoine Winfield Jr. Um, coming off a big game for the Honey Badger, uh, Kevin Byard, I'm not sure where he ranks on the year, but I'm not betting against Jordan Poyer or Anto- Antoine Winfield Jr., um, I really like those guys. Poyer has been solid, solid, solid this year. I'm glad I gave him to Nico for pennies on the dollar. Uh, I'm still waiting to be um, uh, paid back in in some some form or fashion for him. So, um, yeah, and Antoine Winfield Jr. has has been okay. Uh, you know, Whitehead has actually been playing better as of as of you know the last couple of weeks. So um, Winfield has been good, not Jeremy Chin level. Just so we're all clear here. Uh, and then let's get to the last positions. Let's look at Jordan Hicks in the flex, and let's look at Vince Williams in the flex for Nico. Um, this one is more difficult than you would think it would be. Uh, Vince Williams has his games. Uh, he he can go off and and have him a game once in a while. You know the other thing to pay attention to is they did just lose Spillane, so it's probably going to be uh, Vince Williams, Avery Williamson. Who else knows who's going to play for them against Jordan Hicks, who um, is playing decent. Um, Jordan Hicks is, has been okay. Devondre Campbell has been interesting, but, you know, here comes Isaiah Simmons, a little bit of muddy water there in Arizona. I want to go with Vince Williams here. I think Vince Williams is actually going to have a decent week at Buffalo. Um, call me crazy, but I, but I, but I do like uh, Vince Williams there. So let's look real quick on the bench before we make our predictions to see if there's anybody missing. Um Josh Jacobs there on the bench, uh, which is uh, difficult. Josh Jacobs, the 2019 101, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I know he's been a little bit banged up, so I'm not sure what his static status looks like for the year. Um, also, Marquise Hollywood Brown on the bench for Nico. I know that's got to be difficult because I think uh, you know Nico put quite a bit of eggs in the brown basket for uh, for twenty twenty, and I don't think it's been so much of. Hollywood being bad as it has been Lamar being bad. Um, So that's an interesting play as well. Also taking into consideration that he's playing against Lee, who's starting Lamar. so That might be one of those mind game things. Uh, Who knows? Uh, Lee also is sitting uh, Bradley Chubb and Devondre Campbell. Um, Chubb's been great, but he also goes back into that Lauren category of Brian Burns to where Man if Bradley Chubb was a, a defensive end, shout out to the big three boys. I think Josh said it really well yesterday that um, he uh, Bradley Chubb right now is only like five points behind Chase Young, and we all, you know, obviously drool and, and moan and groan over Chase Young and, and desire for uh, Sam to not have taken him at the, the 106 last year so that we could have uh, had a shot at him later in the first or the uh, second round. But um, yeah, Bradley Chubb's great. just wish he was a D- end. Uh, let's look if there's any other ones. Oh yeah. I forget Lee has like 10 players short. Um, Kaiser white is still out there on the bench for Nico, as well as AJ Klein. I know that's a big hit with, um, with my boy, Matt Milano coming back. Um, uh, Todd Davis down there as well. Big acquisition for Nico. I have a feeling maybe Todd Davis works his way into the lineup. Juwan Bentley, not starting. That's also an interesting play as well. Um, yeah, it's going to be a great matchup here. The predi- predictions right now are pretty close. RSO has it two hundred to two hundred five for Nico. Um, I am actually going to go with my boy Nicholas in Ohio. Um, I think Nico pulls this one out. I think that Derrick Henry is going to have a big week. I think that Jared Goff is going to have a great game tonight, um, as we'll see. Uh, good defense in New England, um, but I really think that um, I really think Nico has a couple key pieces here not only in his running backs, not only in his flex, but his uh, his defense is pretty solid. And he also has the the potential for some of these guys to just go off. Uh, Jordan Poyer could go off. Vince Williams could really have a good game. Roquan has those type games. Obviously, Joey Bosa has that capability. And then Nico has a little bit of the depth to where if some type of COVID situation comes up here in the next couple of days or if some type of injury pops up, um, he has the ab- ability to reach down in his pockets and to uh, – to put somebody else into that starting lineup so to reiterate we are gonna go with Lauren Lucas in his matchup with him and Joshua and I'm going to go with Nicholas Keels Chubbs Chubb to win over lazy boy and uh, goats in pajamas I think it's gonna be close I think we have really good teams right now in the uh, in the playoffs for 2020 hopefully uh, love you Joshy but we've had enough winners between you and Adam and Charlie and, and Jim, hopefully there's a new winner this year. Um, and also shout out, like I said, to uh, to Ben and to Sam for, for working hard this year, getting those buys, taking a week off, putting the, putting the old feet up on the table, getting you a Perrier or an or a Unsweet Tea or a, a, a Foster's or a, I forget what Adam drank, uh, um, Founders Solid Gold, Cold Monster, Big Red, you know, whatever you feel like, kicking back, relaxing, you know, drinking you a cold one, maybe just a glass of good vitamin D milk, you know, Lauren might have you some some goat milk or something, I don't know what he farms up there in Maine, you know, who knows, who knows, but anyways, this has been another episode of the XFFL podcast, Uh, it's been fun, hope you guys enjoyed it, I'll try to uh, give us a quick snippet over the next couple weeks as we have the uh, the playoffs coming. And uh, best of luck to you boys in your matchups. See ya. SFFL, yeah, you know we stay flexing. 12 good teams, bout to find out who the best is. Coming to you every week, like a snack correction. Josh and Bobby on the mic, about to send a message. Yeah, we air it out. Only one ring, who gon' wear it out? Build up your team before I tear it down. Turn on the games, it's going down.